Today's episode of the podcast is from a live that I am doing all week week this week, the week commencing the 8th of August in my Facebook group, Profit First UK. We are speaking about getting a Profit First implemented in your business and all week I am taking you through a step a day in order to actually finally get Profit First working for you. So if you're interested in joining this sprint as well, do make sure that you check out the link in the show notes to come in, join and catch up with the sessions. And here is day one of the Profit First Implementation Sprint. Hello, hello everyone. I am so excited to be here. I am so excited to get Profit First implemented in your business. Now, if you're tuning in, give me a hello. That was a cross between give me a hello and let me know you are here. (laughs) Give me a hello in the comments. Let me know you are here. I would massively appreciate it if you want to give this video some thumbs up, some hearts, because that way it lets Facebook algorithms know to push this to other people who are also in the group who have perhaps not yet noticed in their notifications that we are live. So it would be fab if you can do all those amazing things if you are watching this live and even if you're watching it on the replay so other people can tune in as well. Nat, hello, it is lovely to have you on live and have you saying hello. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you for tuning in today. The entire purpose of this week is for me to support you to get Profit First finally really installed and working in your business. For most of you, for the most part, you're in this group because you want to get Profit First working. Perhaps you've tried once or twice before and not quite managed to stick to it. Or perhaps you've read the book, but you've gone oh, this seems hard, or it's just slipped down your to-do list. So I know how that is, by the way. I have a very long to-do list as well. So let's see if we can use this week and this time together to move you the step-by-step forward and get profit first, really finally working in your business. Jim, hello, thank you so much for uh, popping a comment in there. That is no problem at all. It is lovely to see you live. Uh, Eloisa, lovely to see you too. So remember, if you are hopping on live, do give me some hellos in the comments. Give me some thumbs up or some hearts because like I said, that way we can let everyone know that we are live and uh, Facebook will do its work for us in notifying everyone. So thank you so much for doing that. Clive, hello, it's lovely to see you live as well. Wonderful to see so many of you hopping in live today. It is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm very excited by that. So Today is all about setting the foundations for getting profit first working in your business. Now, I want to give a little bit of an overview of profit first as well today because some people will have heard of the book, perhaps they've even purchased the book, but perhaps it's just sitting on your bookshelf, not quite read, or perhaps you've read and flicked through the first few pages, but you haven't really fully digested exactly what it's all about, even though you know from the messaging that you want to make sure that you get that into your business. Well, profit first is fundamentally a cash management system. And in reality, most businesses 
don't have a system for managing cash. Most businesses, when it comes to the financial systems and controls in their business, they have a transaction management system. So whether that be QuickBooks, Xero, or even using Excel or Google Sheets spreadsheets, they have a system to manage and track the transactions in their business. But most small business owners, and by most I mean the vast majority of small business owners, don't actually have a cash management system installed in their business often because they don't even know that they need to have one or perhaps that they understand they need to have one but it's scary it's a big thing they're worried they don't know about doing it wrong they're scared they get mess it up all those things there are so many reasons that people don't but nonetheless for a financially healthy business we do need to make sure that we have a cash management system installed in our business as well as a transaction management system. So like I said, your zero, your QuickBooks, even your spreadsheets, that's a transaction management system. That is of course legally required for both sole traders and UK limited companies to comply with the rules around keeping accurate books and records. But the thing that's not actually legally required is a cash management system, but in reality, that's actually the thing that makes sure that your business lasts, makes sure that your business can keep going and not run out of money, make sure that your business can remain profitable so that you can keep on trading. Because at the end of the day, if our businesses are not profitable, if we are not paying ourselves good money in our business, ultimately, the long and the short of that is that we end up with no business because we cannot keep working without ourselves being remunerated properly inevitably you know for for the whole of time because eventually resentment sets in and we need to pay our bills so we need money coming from our business to us as the business owner and this is what installing a solid and robust cash management strategy like Profit First is all about. Now, Profit First basically uses a very similar methodology to Dave Ramsey's envelope method for personal finances. Perhaps you didn't even see this from Dave Ramsey himself because in all honesty, it goes back a lot further than that. You know, I used to see my um, granny and granddad and when my granddad would come home from work on a Friday, he would have his paycheck in his hand. And in those days that was cash in an envelope basically. And what he would do is when he came in, he would hand it to my granny. And my granny would divvy up the money into separate envelopes. So what she would do is she would put some in the rent envelope, she would put some in the utilities envelope, some in the food envelope, some in the kids stuff envelope, etc. And she would partition out their individual paycheck every single week so that she knew that when rent time came, she would have the money in the rent envelope. And that is basically what Profit First does, but for business. So what it says is when money comes into your business, you need to put some in the profit pot, some in the owner's pay pot, some in the tax pot and some in the operating expenses pot of your business. And you do that in set percentages. And then when it comes time to make payments, you have the money there so that you are not in a panic. You know that everything is covered in your business. And that is the cash management strategy 
that really we want to have installed in our business. So we are not waking up in the middle of the night panicking about cash flow so that we know that when it comes time to make our tax payments, the money is sitting there. So instead of envelopes, we don't take the cash out of our business and put it in envelopes. Instead, what we do is we have separate bank accounts in our business. Now, if you are with a traditional bank, one of the traditional high street banks, then those separate bank accounts, the setup for that is typically that you have your income bank account, which is where all the money comes in, and your expenses bank account, which is where all your direct debits go out, set up as current accounts. And then the other three, as minimum, accounts that you require are profit, owners pay and tax. And usually we would have those set up as savings accounts. This is because it's easier with banking and it reduces your bank fees. Now, if you are with one of the challenger banks, say Starling or Monzo, with those they have pots and spaces functionality. So you can make use of the pots and spaces in there to do the same. Now, there are two ways you can operate it in the challenger banks. Now, some people, what they will do is every time income comes in, so this may in fact be daily, they will allocate out to the other spaces so the income's not sitting in that one account. Because with the challenger bank, you can only have one current account. Other people, when the income comes in, they move the income again every day to an income space so that weekly you can then distribute from the income space to the other spaces or pots that you have in your bank account. So this leads me to the question that we get asked all the time, which is, okay, so which bank should I be using for profit first? And the answer is you can use the bank you currently have. You don't need to change banks in order to run profit first. You can run them from any UK bank. Currently, we use Starling. I moved our business banking to Starling about maybe two and a half years ago, and we love it. But that doesn't mean that that's who you have to use. We have a lot of clients who also love and use Starling, but again, you don't have to use them. We also have clients with who have really all the other banks in the UK that they're operating their business through and successfully running profit first through. The good thing about the Starling, for example, is the lack of bank fees. So you do save there and you can move money around without incurring any extra costs or fees. And that does make it appealing to many people, but that's absolutely not a requirement in order to run profit first in your business. But what is a requirement is that you set up this banking structure. So deciding the bank that you are going to run profit first in and setting up the right number and amount of accounts. So like I mentioned, if you are with the traditional banks, you are going to need two current accounts and a minimum of three savings accounts. I say a minimum because if you are VAT registered, I want you to have four savings accounts because I want you to have a separate one for VAT. And if you have a large payroll or a team, you probably want a team savings account as well. I would recommend that. So if you are with the traditional banks, you're going to need a minimum of two current accounts and an absolute minimum of three savings accounts, but possibly up to five. 
if you are with Starling Monzo, a challenger bank that has pots or spaces functionality, you're going to want to set up your spaces. Oh, I've got a very itchy nose, excuse me. Very, very itchy. Ooh. Oh dear. So if this is making sense to you, let me know in the comments, give me some thumbs up, give me some hearts, all that stuff. I just want to make sure that I'm not losing anyone, that everyone is still on track and that everyone still understands what I'm talking about. So do let me know in the comments if you are still with me here. Okay. So, um, whilst I itch my very, very itchy nose, um, so if you are with Monzo or Starling, you need to set that up. So you need to have You'll have your main account in there, which will operate as your operating expenses account. And then if you are going to sweep it out your income daily into a separate space and then distribute from there on a weekly basis, then you'll need an income space. You'll also need a profit, owner's pay, tax, and you will need to, if you're VAT registered, have a VAT one. And if you have an amount of team or employees, you're going to want a team one as well. So today's task in our Profit First Sprint to get Profit First implemented in your business is to ensure that you have your banking set up. Now, in most cases, this shouldn't take you too long. With traditional banks, you can typically open savings accounts straight through their online system. If you're struggling to get two current accounts opened with your traditional bank, you could do something similar as I described that we do with the Challenger Bank, and you could have an additional savings account which is an income account. So that is also a possibility for you. If you are with a traditional bank and you're struggling to get two current accounts, you could have an additional income account as a savings account, sweep out daily into that, and then distribute from that to the other bank accounts on a weekly basis. So that is what I want you to do today. I would love for you to let me know. We're gonna have a thread in the group for those people that have got their banking set up i am going to have a thread set up so you can let me know when you've got your banking set up to do this because that is the first stage is to make sure that you have that set up it makes everything else so so much easier so that is your takeaway task your homework from today's session to ensure that you do have your banking set up in this way, whether you run with a traditional bank or a challenger bank. Now, if you are having a sudden panic that says, oh, I want to actually move my banking anyway to a, one of the challenger banks. I don't want to set all this up in star, in um, you know my, my bank just now. I want to move to, say, someone like Starling then absolutely, you can probably do that pretty quickly. The Challenger bank accounts are usually set up very fast, so you can still probably do that even before our next session tomorrow where we will have a new takeaway for you, something else to implement in your business so that you can get this working for you. Oh, my nose is so itchy, honestly. What does that mean? I think that there's a thing, isn't there? It means... There's something different with when you have like itchy ears and when you have an itchy nose. Does it mean you're getting in a fight or someone's talking about you? I can't remember. Either way, I hope that um, if anyone is talking about me, I hope it's very positive <laughs> nonetheless. So if this is making sense to you, please give me some thumbs ups. Please give me some hearts so that I understand that you guys know what you need to do today. 
So this shouldn't take you long, hopefully. It should be very quick in reality, particularly if you can go and set this up online for most people. Um, Dave is saying, are you saying income, profit, owners, comp, tax, VAT, team, and salaries? Yes, Dave, if you have team and salaries, absolutely. And if you're VAT registered, yes. If you have both of those things, then the ideal setup is those six accounts. Uh, income, profit, owner's pay, tax. Oh, you've forgotten operating expenses. We need seven. So operating expenses is the other one, Dave, depending on um, depending on your banking setup. So yes, absolutely. Um, Julie's giving me thumbs up. Aileen's giving me some thumbs up. And Clive is saying makes total sense. Amazing. I am very, very pleased to hear that. So yes, income, profit, owners pay, tax, VAT, team salaries, and operating expenses are what you need in order to get the foundations so that when it comes to profit first and you're moving that money around, you've got the back end set up already done. And by the end of the week, we will be doing an allocation under profit first. So we do want to make sure that this is the first thing we get done. So if anyone has any issues with the banking setup, we have time to rectify that before we can make our first allocation, which will happen this week. So I'm glad that that makes sense for everyone. Um, I would love for you, as I say, to we'll pop a thread after this into the group to um, to say, you know, let us know once your banking is set up. So I would love when um, to hear from you guys as and when you manage to get that done and are able to reply to that. That will be totally amazing um, from my side. Any questions on the banking setup? Anything that you are not sure of on the banking setup? please let me know in the comments. If you're catching the replay and you're not sure, you can still let me know in the comments and I will um, come back and answer those questions. So you can absolutely still do that if you are uh, tuning in on the replay and have not quite managed to get with us live today. But I do massively appreciate all of you that have managed to get live. It's always wonderful to uh, to kind of virtually see your faces in the comments and hear from you and just make sure that people are understanding what I'm talking about because that is the entire purpose of these sessions this week. So that is your homework. I'm going to leave you with that. I would love if you want to go away and make sure that you get that banking set up correctly. And I will see you again tomorrow. Although I will be in the group this afternoon, just checking in, making sure that everyone is getting on okay and no one has any complications with this. So thank you for tuning in. I will see you all same time tomorrow. Oh, hang on. I've got a question from Dave. In Starling, can you set up direct debits from Spaces? No, you cannot. You cannot set up direct debits from Spaces. What typically happens... Oh, my nose is so itchy. It's driving me crazy. Sorry. What typically happens is that you'll put your um, amounts into your Spaces and then you'll basically um, route your payments back through out through your main Starling account, which is your operating expenses account. So let's say, for example, that you have a VAT payment to make a day or two before. What you would do is you would route your VAT money into your operating expenses account so the direct debit can be taken out at the right time. That's why your main Starling account is your operating expenses account because that is the one that you set up direct debits from. So that's how that works, Dave. I hope that makes sense. Um, But that's a really good question. Um, anybody else got any other questions, please do let me know. I think we're on a tiny bit of a lag with the comments, possibly. So that is, um, yeah, that might be what's 
was being a bit funny. Um, so I'll wait on a second or more just in case, uh, Dave, you have any other questions, any clarifying questions on what I've just said or um, anyone else has any questions to ask at all, then they can feel free to do that. Um, Aileen says, I really recommend Starling. Have been using it for a year or so now and switched our personal accounts to it as I was so impressed with the business. Bit of a faff with transferring from spaces and to different accounts, etc. But overall, so much better than traditional banks. That's interesting, Aileen, that you're finding it better than traditional banks. I do as well. Um, although you'd say it's a bit of a spat faff from spaces, I find spaces really simple because it's like two clicks. Um, so I do find it really easy to move money in and out from spaces. Um, and it's easier than moving moving money between savings accounts and current accounts, personally, I think. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm really glad to hear that recommendation for Starling Aileen and that you're enjoying that move across. We certainly did. I moved from HSBC. Um, I was with Tide briefly, actually. So we, I was with HSBC, I was with Tide briefly, and then we finally moved over to Sterling and, um, and we've, we've got on really well with it. Aileen says that's true. I suspect that's, a, that's me saying it's a little bit easier than moving uh, from cart from savings accounts and whatnot. So yeah, absolutely great. Um, great recommendation from Aileen from Starling. And like I say, if you do, I'm not saying you need to move to Starling to do this. You absolutely do not. You absolutely do not. If you choose to, you can usually open an account with them pretty quickly and easily. Um, so if you wanted to do that for the sprint this week, then you will more than likely have time to be able to do that as well. Um, wonderful. So I hope that uh, I hope that everyone gets on okay getting that banking set up as well. Are you suggesting income is transferred into spaces, then transfer tax, etc., into other spaces? Dave, we'll speak about this a little bit more um, in a couple of days' time when we speak about the actual logistics of the allocations. So what happens is you can have one of two settings for if you have Starling or Monzo. So you can either have an income space in your Starling so that anytime income comes in, you basically put it into a holding space and then on a weekly or two weekly basis, you move it out of the income space and then you move it into the other pots, okay? Or you can each time money comes into your business, and you see that income come in, whether that's daily or weekly or however frequently it is, you can then just allocate that straight out, straight away to your other spaces and places. But like I say, we will cover allocations much more in a couple of days time where, um, so, so it'll be a bit easier then. I just wanna do kind of small steps to get everything working uh, today and get everything set up. So we will cover it in more depth in a couple of days. So you can do either of those two setups for Starling. You can either have it so you have an income space and anytime income comes in, you move it into there. And then on a weekly or two weekly basis, when you do your allocations, you move it out. Otherwise, you can allocate more frequently as income comes in. Okay, cool. I think that makes sense. Uh, Deborah's saying, I'm with HSBC, but I'm thinking of switching, but I'm interested in creating an account to work in dollars. So I know that Starling certainly do Euro bank accounts. I'm not sure uh, if they do USD or not. I suspect they probably do. What you'll find with most banks is if you have a foreign currency bank account, uh, you'll usually be charged significantly higher bank fees for that. 
Um, if you're a UK entity, though, you do need to report in pounds anyway. So um, whether or not you actually want to hold dollars for some reason, that may be up to your kind of business strategy. Um, but you can accept dollars if you have a GBP UK bank account. We have a number of clients who sell in dollars yet run GBP bank accounts. So um, I'm not, I might need some more clarity on your setup, Deborah, to help you understand what might work better for you. So if you want to put a post in the group and just explain, like, do you sell in dollars? Do you only work in dollars? Are you, how you're kind of working? Then that I might be able to help you a bit more with that as to how that might work best for you in terms of um, the setup for your banking for Profit First. Great. Um, any more questions? Anything that anyone else is wondering? Um, you want to sell in dollars. So Deborah, you can sell in dollars without a USD bank account. We have a lot of clients that do that. If you're running online business and you have a worldwide marketplace, there are many UK entities that sell in dollars online, but their business is operated in pounds with UK bank accounts, with pound and UK bank accounts. So um, that's completely doable because all that happens is you sell in dollars with Stripe or PayPal or whatever, but then the FX rate transfers it into pounds into your UK bank account. That's very normal um, setup, particularly for an online business. So that, you know, you, you don't necessarily need to um, have a dollar bank account. Uh, do you have to charge VAT? That entirely depends on whether you're VAT registered. If you are selling, if you're selling in dollars, it doesn't exempt you from VAT. You don't charge VAT if you're selling to the US. But if you're selling to say the UK in dollars and you are VAT registered, yes, you charge VAT. So just selling in dollars does not exempt you from VAT. It's It depends on what you are selling and where the consumption of your goods or services happen as to whether you charge VAT or not. Um, okay, good. I think we're done with the profit first questions because we just ventured into that there. So I think we are done with the profit first uh, questions and banking setup questions. So what I will do. Um... Oh, that's funny. Dave lives, Dave, Dave lives literally down the road from me. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, that's very cool. Um, so yeah, I think we're done with the profit first questions for today. I appreciate your time. I hope this has been helpful. Um, as I say, do let me know once you've got your banking set up so that we can, um, we can cheer and celebrate you for that. And I will be back again live the same time, same place tomorrow. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, everyone. And I will speak to you all really soon. Take care.